Do you ever feel like you've made a commitment and then over time it sort of wanes? Like you got started strong, but you didn't finish. You know what's beautiful about our relationship with the Lord is that never happens because to the Lord, He's already made the commitment and modeled it, and He loves us unconditionally. And throughout Scripture is proof that He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And it started with the willingness to give His own Son for us. Well, this month on the podcast, we are talking about commitment. How do we define it? How do we get directed by the Lord to be committed? How do we put it into discipline? And how do we develop because we keep our commitments? Mm, I can't wait to unpack this with you. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Hustle With Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, empty nest mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Tailor Made for Christian Businesswomen who've had success yet feel something is still missing. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this podcast, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving business for kingdom impact. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Does not follow directions. Were you a kid that had that on your report card? Or maybe you're the parent of a kid who had that on their report card. You know, the thing is about being so uh, such a rule follower and a little OCD, I rarely have that on my report card, but I don't say that to brag. I say that to think, did I not take enough chances or was I not um, willing to step out? And that's the same question we have to ask ourselves as we think about commitment and the direction or <clears throat> the command of commitment that we have in God's word. Because as we've been talking about, commitment is the first step. You know, when we started our business, when we had the inkling of the idea for the business, the first thing we did is we committed to taking the first step. Now, if you've listened to the podcast for any stretch of time, or maybe you've read my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart, you know that when I started my business 12 years ago, my network marketing business, not not this business of speaking and international coaching and such, I thought I had a relationship with Jesus, but it was sort of a mashup like this law of attraction universe and this figurehead, right? And it was 2014 when I hit the wall of successful, yet something was still missing. And then I spoke with my mentor, the Velvet Hammer, as she's fondly known in my book. And she led me to Jesus, which of course changed everything. But at the beginning of my business in 2010, I still made the commitment to take a step. But what a different commitment is required when we are stepping out for the Lord, right? And so this week, we're going to talk about how does God direct, or as I just said a minute ago, command us to be committed in our businesses. And we're going to 
dig into some scripture and I have a really exciting lesson for us from uh, Deuteronomy that I'm just thrilled to be sharing with you. So let's dig in. Let me remind us about this definition of commitment. You know, when we're in a relationship, it's about giving our trust or giving charge for safekeeping, um, or it's our bind or obligation. And what's beautiful about what we talked about last week, so if you missed it, go back and listen to it. What's beautiful about that is this entire idea of um, how the Lord while he doesn't have to be obligated to us in any way, he still so beautifully stays committed to us. And that, my friends, is such an incredible gift. Um, and we're going to talk about that today as well. So again, how does God direct us and really command us, which is what we're going to be talking about today um, on the podcast. So First and foremost, I'm going to be taking you all through scripture like I usually do. So let's make sure that we are tuned in. All right. So if you're watching this on YouTube, my glasses are going on. So that means I'm digging into some scripture. So the first place that I want to go is Deuteronomy 6 verses 5. Really, it's really 4 through 9, but I'm just going to take you um, to 6. Uh, what did I say? 5. Uh, chapter six, verses five uh, through seven. And here's what this says. Um, Let me start at four, actually. This is Moses speaking to the Israelites. And this, as we talked about last week, when we talked about this, this section of the Bible, this is sort of Moses's last direction to the Israelites. And this is the next generation of the Israelites who are actually going to be taking the land of crossing the Jordan into the land that the Lord has given them. So he's reminding them of the, of the commandments and he's reminding them of the laws and the feasts and all of that. And this is what he says here. O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your strength. And we, we see that repeated throughout scripture. Don't we even into the new Testament? And these words which I command you shall be in your heart today. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. So this um, chapter four, or chapter six, verse four of Deuteronomy, and and the next few verses, four through nine, this is a section that's called, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, the Shema. And the Shema is a he, Shema is a Hebrew word for hear, and um, this Shema is part of the Jewish faith, and it is a confirmation of their belief, and it is something that they that they you know repeat, they, and and he calls them to repeat that, right? But here's what's so beautiful that I learned: um, I've been following along with the Bible Project, and the Bible Project is this fantastic app that really walks you through um, different books, all the books of the Bible with videos of drawings. And it's just amazing. And that's what I've been working through reading um, the Bible over the last, well, since late last year. And so the Bible Project, this link right here, which you'll you'll see in the show notes, this is a link to their description of 
the Shema. And so why, why am I bringing this up when it comes to commitment? Well, here's, here's the deal. This is the ultimate commitment. Like this is Moses saying like your commitment to the Lord, the direction I'm giving you, the command I'm giving you is to give him your, all that you have and all that you are. Just like we talked about last week, right? That we trust in him and that we love him and that we work with consistency and that we are all in. It's really pretty incredible because, um, the least this this is Moses saying like the least that you can do for him is to follow him and and to be um courageous in your um in your commitment to him which is just this it's so incredible so i really want to encourage you to go read that and follow the Bible project, which I absolutely love. But this article, what what they talk about in this is it's um, learning to listen to the Lord. And these this prayer was prayed in the morning and in the evening. And it is, as I said, I mean, it's one of the most influential traditions in Jewish history, but it's a pledge. It's, it's like a pledge of allegiance to the Lord and a hymn of praise. And the point is, this is what we're called to do. This is what we're called to um, and commanded in our in our commitment to the Lord, which we talked about is the least that we can do for him, right? It is his direction. And this, this direction piece, which you all, if you've been following me, you know, is part of the four keys, which by the way, that link is also down in the show notes, but aaronherrigan.com slash four keys is where you can get the four keys framework and download that. Um, but this, this direction is how we put this into action. We're going to talk about discipline next week, but I want to take you now to a couple of places, a couple of other places in Deuteronomy that really speak to this command of commitment. Um, so we're going to go to Deuteronomy 10 verse 12. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes. You hear me flipping through my Bible. And it says, again, here's Moses again. This is the essence of the law. Now, Israel, what does the Lord God require, require of you? It's the command. It's the direction of commitment. But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So again, this is Moses saying, this is what the Lord commands you. And for us as Christian businesswomen, this is what we're commanded in our business. And where I believe we get challenged in being led by the Lord, we so desperately want to be led by the Lord. What, what fear holds us back is the loss of control. What if he redirects us? What if he slows us down? The fear that it's so big, how can we possibly handle it? Friend, when you are committed to the Lord in your business, you will still have moments like that. But ultimately, you will know that he has brought you and positioned you and predestined you already to do the work that you're doing. And so surrendering to him and being obedient becomes a way of life in your business. Will you stray sometimes? Yes, but you can come back to it, right? Just reading these verses. And what Charles Stanley says in his, in his commentary here is that 
the Lord is your loving God who is making a way for you through whatever challenges you face. Your responsibility is to walk in his ways. That is the commitment that we make. Now, the next place that I want to go is chapter 11, verse 13, still in Deuteronomy. In my Bible, it is on that same page as, as chapter 10, verse 12. It says, it shall be if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. 14, then he says, I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain that you may gather your grain, your new wine, and your oil. I will send grass for your fields, for your livestock, that you may eat and be filled. Take heed, lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside to serve other gods or worship them. Let me just pause a moment and say, these other gods and worshiping them, these are also the strongholds that we face. Idolatry, pride, um, success the way the world defines it, the promotion, uh, you know, getting puffed up by by what we've done, right? Those are all versions of us worshiping something different than the Lord, right? But it is so clear that we are commanded to be committed to him. And when we are committed to him, he will bring the early and late rains. You know, the early lanes, the early rains that that help to grow the seed, and then the late rains that prepare the ground for an easy or, or a simple harvest, the same is true in our business. I know that I personally experience this and that my clients experience this because when we're being obedient, God blesses our outreach. He blesses the seeds that we plant, and then he blesses the harvest, which often don't even look like they come from the seeds that we plant, right? They look like they come from somewhere else, but it is all interrelated because he honors our commitment and he honors our obedience. So the next place that I want to take us now um, is Joshua. So Joshua 1 is one of my very favorite um, passages of scripture. So you may be wondering, okay, but how do I show my commitment, right? We're going to talk more about discipline next week. But as he told Joshua, the same is true for us. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night quiet time with the Lord, not just praying, not just a devotional, but literally shutting things down, getting silent and listening, right? Sometimes we we tend to not make time for that and that we need to do. But even stepping back where he says to, to Joshua, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you, right? Be strong and very courageous to observe according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commanded you. Well, guess what? Back in Deuteronomy, Moses commanded them to love the Lord their God with all their heart, with all their soul, to be committed. And that is the practical application of what we do in our business. We're in his word. We're spending time with him. We're seeking his direction. We're asking him to show us what is next and whom can I serve and how do I do that? All right, now we're going to go to Matthew. So we're heading over to the New Testament and we're going to go to Matthew. And I want to go to Matthew 22, 37. Now, if you're familiar with the Bible, you're probably like, when are you going to get to Psalms and Proverbs where it says to commit your ways to the Lord? I'm going to get there. But in Matthew 22, 37, this is what Jesus says. Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. So again, 
Jesus is referring back to Deuteronomy, right? Because he knew the law. He grew up reciting the Shema. So again, this is him telling the crowds, but telling us that this is how we show our commitment to the Lord. And so the moment you've been waiting for, I'm headed over to Psalms and to Proverbs. So um, in Psalms, I'm going to go to Psalm 37, verses five and six, which says, ah, where is it? My page turned. Here we go. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Remember last week we talked about no word from his mouth returns void, right? He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently. Wait patiently. And Dr. Charles Stanley goes on to say that we're cultivating faithfulness when we're walking out what the Lord has given us to do. And that when we make the Lord our joy, when we commit to him to be our portion, to be our joy, the desires of our heart are his. Uh, in my book, I talk about that the Latin for desire, de, de sire, is from the Father. And so therefore, what what he's, the desires of our heart are what he's placed there when we are committed in walking with him. They're the things that give us lasting peace and satisfaction, not just achieving apart from God. And then I, I'm telling you, Proverbs 16 is all about committing our ways to the Lord. Um, 16.3, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. You know, that's just one. But then it goes on to talk about we make our plans, but then he directs our steps. And this is what it says. How do we commit our works to the Lord? Here's the answer. Not just asking him to bless what we've already done, but by devoting ourselves completely to his plans before, during, and after we've done our work. You know, one of the things that I work with many of my clients on is what does goal setting look like as a Christian businesswoman? Well, it's not just saying, you know, Lord, here are my goals. Would you just, just, I just want you to bless these, right? No, it's Lord, what would you have me write down? What are your desires for me? And then as things come up, we're writing them down. And then we're saying, Lord, ultimately this is yours. So I seek to do your will. I am committed to you. I'm committed to you dictating the outcomes and the timing and all of the things. And I know in the end, you created me for good works. So it will all come together. Does that mean we don't measure our progress? No. Does that mean we don't measure sales and new clients and all those things? No, of course not. But it means we don't get attached to them. We're not committed to those things. We're not worshiping those things like other gods because the command is for us to be fully committed to him. So one last scripture before we close out this episode, and I'm going to 1 Timothy for, uh, chapter 6, verse 12. And this is what, this says, <clears throat> fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called, having confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. When this is saying fight the good fight, this is about being unreservedly committed to Jesus in our life, to, um, to whatever comes our way, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the obstacles. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says, realizing that this leads to spiritual victory and eternal hope. 
We must believe in him and obey him with all our hearts, souls, minds, and strength. There it is again. Looking back to Deuteronomy, standing firm for him and representing him well in the world so others will believe in him and be saved. I was having a conversation the other day with my friend, Avery Forrest. Avery leads um, Christian Business Bootcamp. Go check her out. Um, and we were talking about this idea of commitment, but that we are his ambassadors. And that doesn't mean that we have to wave our Jesus flag, or as she says, you don't have to be wearing Jesus is my homeboy t-shirt everywhere. But it's how we show up to the world as his co-laborers, as his ambassadors. And we must be committed to showing up and reflecting him in the best way possible. Now, if you are a massive sports fan, like I went to University of Maryland, and I might wear my Maryland gear, but it doesn't reflect well on Maryland if I'm showing up doing crazy stuff, right? Same for your high school team, same for the college team, whatever, right? It's it's how you reflect what you believe. Well, if you believe in him and you're committed to him and we are called and commanded to be committed, we are directed to be committed, then how we show up means everything, everything. So I want to remind you to go grab that four keys document that talks about define, direct, discipline, and develop at aaronharrigan.com slash four keys. Link is in the show notes. And listen, if this is resonating with you and bringing you value, would you share the podcast, screenshot it, share it on social, tag me, and join me in the conversation on social media. Um, Just use hashtag pursuing success God's way and be sure that you tag me. And tune in next week because we're going to be talking about how do we put this commitment into discipline? Like how do we put feet to our faith and how do we walk it out? I can't wait to talk to you then. Hey friend, before we go, I have a quick question for you. Do you ever feel like your faith community is so supportive, but doesn't quite get what it means to be in business, but your business tribe is great and yet doesn't get what it means to actually redefine hustle and pursue success God's way? Well, you are not alone. In fact, as I work with Christian businesswomen, this is a gap that I see beyond the usual coaching, strategic, and tactical support. And that gap is community. You see, we all need accountability and belonging, connection and discernment, because pursuing success God's way looks different than the world's way. And we need a community to help keep us rooted in his purpose for our business. Well, the Rooted Group Coaching Membership fills that gap. God made us for community and Rooted is the community tailor-made for the accountability, supporting commitment and consistency and a safe space for learning from and sharing with others. And this membership is made for you. I invite you to join us in Rooted by learning more at aaronharrigan.com slash Rooted today. Rooted now includes my self-paced Hustle with Heart digital course as well. So go to aaronharrigan.com slash Rooted and the link is in the show notes. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for the helpful links or free tools that I talked about in today's episode. 
I love seeing your shout outs to the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So when you do that, please tag me. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite network so you get the episode every Monday when it releases. Definitely share this with your friends and fellow business owners that you know could benefit from this content. And could you also take a minute to help us out by leaving a review to help us reach more people with this message? We would so appreciate that. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.